Hello and welcome to day 189 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from Esther chapter 8 verse 12a through chapter 10 verse 3k. The Proverbs of Solomon chapter 1 verses 30 through 35 and Acts chapter 15 verses 1 through 21. Let us begin with Esther chapter 8, verse 12a. The following is a copy of the letter. The great king Artaxerxes to the governors of the provinces and the 127 satrapies from India to Ethiopia and to the faithful to our interests. Greetings. Many of those who had have been frequently honored in the great kindness of their benefactors have become high-minded. Not only do they seek to do harm to our subjects, but being unable to bear such a measure, they undertake to plot against their own benefactors. Not only do they drive out gratitude from among men, but also being puffed up by those who are unacquainted with goodness, they suppose that they will escape the vengeance of the all-seeing God. And often many of those who have been appointed to positions of authority, being entrusted to manage the affairs of friends, and having been given a position of authority as an encouragement, have become accessories to the shedding of innocent blood, and they have involved them in circumstances without remedy by deceiving with false arguments the benign kindness of the rulers. And it is possible to observe this, not so much from examining the ancient traditions as by your learning from the wicked deeds accomplished in your midst by the pestilential influence of those unworthy of holding power. We must be on guard for the future, that we may maintain the kingdom undisturbed and peaceful for all the people, making the most of changes and always judging fairly in the matters coming to our attention. Thus Haman, the son of Hamadatha, a Macedonian, certainly not of Persian blood, but differing greatly from our kindness, and having been hospitably received by us, received such a large share of the benevolence which we have for all peoples that he was even publicly proclaimed to be our father. Reverence by all, he attained the rank of second to the royal throne. But unable to bear his dignity, he endeavored to deprive us of our kingdom and our life. And by very twisted methods of deception, he demanded the destruction of our deliverer and constant benefactor, Mordecai and Esther, the blameless consort of our kingdom together with their whole race. For through these ways, he expected to catch the nation of the Persians undefended and to guide the Macedonians to victory. However, we find that the Jews who have been consigned to destruction by this terribly wicked man are not criminals, but live by most just laws. We find them to be children of the Most High, Most Mighty, Living God, who has guided the kingdom both for us and our forefathers in the most excellent manner. Therefore, you will do well to disregard the letter sent by Haman, the son of Hamadatha, because he who has produced these has 
been hanged at the gates of Susa, along with his whole household. For God Almighty, who rules over all things, swiftly rendered a just judgment on him. Therefore, post a copy of this document publicly in every place, making it known that the Jews are to follow their own customs and join in supporting them, so that on the day set for their destruction, the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, Adar, they may defend themselves against those who would attack them. For God, who holds power over all things, has made this a day of gladness for them instead of a day of the destruction of a chosen race. Therefore, celebrate this outstanding day among your named feasts with all rejoicing, so that both now and in the future it may be deliverance for us and for the well-inclined Persians, and for those who plot destruction against us, a remembrance of destruction and every city or province whatsoever which shall not act in accordance with these things shall be mercilessly destroyed with spear and fire. It shall be made impassable not only to men, but even to wild animals and birds forever. Let copies of the decree be posted conspicuously throughout the kingdom, and let all the Jews be ready on that day to fight against those who oppose them. So horsemen were sent out quickly to carry out the king's commands, and the decree was also posted in Susa. Then Mordecai went out, rob- went out robed in royal raiment, having a gold crown and a diadem of fine purple linen, linen, and seeing him, the people of Susa rejoiced. And there was light and gladness for the Jews, the city and province where the decree was published, where the proclamation was posted, there was joy and gladness among the Jews, feasting in good cheer, and many of the Gentiles were circumcised and lived in the Jewish way because of fear of the Jews. Esther chapter 9 Now in the twelfth month, on the thirteenth day of the month of Adar, the decree written by the king arrived. On that day, those in opposition were destroyed by the Jews, for fearing them, no one resisted. For the leaders of the satraps, the sovereigns, and the royal scribes honored the Jews, and the fear of Mordecai weighed on them. For the order of the king had come down that Mordecai should be acknowledged throughout the kingdom, and in the city of Susa the Jews killed 500 men. These included Parshandatha, Delphon, Aspatha, Poratha, Adaliah, Aridatha, Parmashata, Arisiah, Aridiah, and Vajazatha. The ten sons of Haman, son of Hamadatha, the enemy of the Jews, they ravaged them. On that day, the number of those killed in Susa was reported to the king. Then the king said to Esther, The Jews have killed 500 men in the city of Susa. How do you think they have made out in the surrounding lands? What more do you yet desire, so that it will be done for you? Esther said to the king, Let the Jews be granted the opportunity to do the same tomorrow in order to hang the sons of Haman. And he permitted this to be done, and he set out for the Jews of the city the bodies of the sons of Haman, to hang. Then the Jews gathered together in Susa on the fourteenth of Adar and killed three hundred men, but they plundered nothing. The rest of the Jews throughout the kingdom assembled and came to the aid of one another, and they had rest from their enemies, for they killed fifteen thousand of them on the thirteenth of Adar, but they plundered nothing. Then they rested on the fourteenth of that month and observed it as a day of rest with joy and gladness. And the Jews in the city of Susa also gathered together on the 14th, but did not 
rest from their enemies, but they observed the 15th with joy and gladness. This is why the Jews scattered in every foreign land observed the 14th of Adar with gladness as a holiday, sending parcels to their neighbors, but those living in the major cities keep the 15th of Adar as a holiday, sending parcels to their neighbors. Mordecai wrote these things in a book and sent it to all the Jews in the kingdom of Artaxerxes to those both near and far, to establish these days as holidays, and to observe both the fourteenth and fifteenth day of Adar. For on these days the Jews had rest from their enemies. Thus Adar is the month which was turned from mourning into joy, and from grief into a holiday, to celebrate the whole time with feasting and gladness, sending parcels to friends and to the poor. The Jews accepted everything just as Mordecai wrote to them. How Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Macedonian, warred against them. How he had made a decree and cast lots to exterminate them. How he had gone to the king, telling him to hang Mordecai. And how all the evils he plotted against the Jews came upon himself. And how he was hanged, he and his children. Therefore, these days were called Purim, on account of the lots, because in their language they are called Pur, because of the words of this letter, and because of all they had suffered on account of these things, and all that had happened to them. Mordecai established it, and the Jews took up took it upon themselves, their descendants, and upon those joining with them, not to do otherwise. And these days are to be a memorial throughout every generation and city, and family, and province. Thus these days of Purim shall be observed forever, and their remembrance shall not cease in any generation. Then Queen Esther, daughter of Abihail, and Mordecai, the Jew, wrote down the many things they had done, and the truthfulness of the command of Purim. And Mordecai and Queen Esther established it for themselves, establishing it at that time according to their soundness of mind and their purpose. Esther established it by a command forever, and it was written for a memorial. Esther chapter 10 And the king levied tribute upon his kingdom both by land and sea, and his power and valor, the riches and the glory of his kingdom. Behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Persia and Media for a memorial. And Mordecai was next to king Artaxerxes, and he was great in the kingdom and honored by the Jews, and being Beloved, he set forth in detail the way of life to all his people. And Mordecai said, These things were from my God. For I recall the dream which I had concerning these things, and not one detail of them has failed. There was a small spring that became a river. There was a light and the sun and much water. The river is Esther, who the, whom the king married and made queen. The two serpents are Haman and I. The nations are the Gentiles gathering together to destroy the name of the Jews. And my nation, which cried out to God, was delivered." Is Israel. For the Lord has saved his people, and the Lord has rescued us from all these evils. And God performed signs and great wonders which have not happened among the Gentiles. On account of this, he made two lots one for the people of God, and one for the Gentiles. And these two lots came in the hour, and in the time, and in the day of judgment before God, and among all the Gentiles. And God remembered his people and vindicated his inheritance. And they shall observe these days in the month of Adar, the fourteenth and fifteenth day of that month. They shall gather together with joy and gladness before God throughout all generations forever among his people Israel. In the fourth year of the reign of 
Ptolemy and Cleopatra, Dositheus, who said he was a priest and a Levite, and Ptolemy, his son, brought in the letter of Purim, which they declared existed, and that Lysimachus, the son of Ptolemy, who was in Jerusalem, has had translated it. Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 30. For it shall be, when you shall call upon me, I will not listen to you. Evil men will seek me, but not find me, for they hate wisdom and choose not to fear and choose not the fear of the Lord. Neither do they wish to follow my counsels, but despise my reproofs. Therefore they shall eat the fruits of their own way, and be filled with their own ungodliness. For since they wrong the simple, they shall be killed, and a close examination shall shall destroy the ungodly. But he who obeys me shall dwell in hope, and shall be at rest without fear from every evil. Acts chapter 15, verse 1. And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, describing the conversation of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy to all the brethren. And when they had come to Jerusalem, they were received by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all the th- all things that God had done with them. But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up, saying, It is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Now the apostles and elders came together to consider this matter. And when there had been much dispute, Peter rose up and said to them, Men and brethren, you know that a good while ago God chose among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. So God, who knows the heart, acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us, and made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why do you test God by putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. Then all the multitude kept silent and listened to Barnabas and Paul, declaring how many miracles and wonders God had worked through them among the Gentiles. And after they had become silent, James answered, saying, Men and brethren, listen to me. Simon has declared how God at the first visited the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name and with this the whole and with this the words of the prophets agree just just as it is written after this i will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of david which has fallen down i will rebuild its ruins and i will set it up so that the rest of mankind may seek the lord even all the gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who does all these things. Known to God from eternity are all his works. Therefore I judge that we should not trouble those from among the Gentiles who are turning to God, but that we write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from things strangled, and from blood. For Moses had has had throughout many generations those who preach him in every city being read in the synagogues every Sabbath.
Thank you for joining me on day 189 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 190.